respect my authority. I, I, I don't know what, who that is. So I got to hear Cartman. Maybe, okay, well, here's what we're going to do. We'll just hear a little bit of Cartman. And then we'll do a Cartman off? Just to hear. I love it. Are you recording? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me hear Cartman. Hey, I'm a cop, and you will respect my authority. <laughs> that rules. I am a cop, and you... I am a cop, and you will respect my authority. And you will respect my authority. I am a cop, and you will respect my authority. You will res- <laughs> respect mm. my authority. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Feel free to get in on this. Hey, hey y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hey. You're listening to Please Save Me. Please Save Me is the official recap podcast for Chicago Heroes, y'all. It's television's number one show, but you will not find it in any TV guide. I did not find Chicago Heroes in the TV guide. (laughs) Oh, Bill. I read my lips. I did not find Chicago Heroes in the TV guide. All right, stop playing around. Stop playing your very famous trumpet. (laughs) You know that if you leave me alone in a room with myself for longer than a couple minutes, I'm going to play my trumpet. (laughs) (laughs) You got to take a side. You know what makes me really sick to my stomach? What? Watching you stuff your face with those hot dogs. If you see me coming, you better run because I'm gonna lay you the fuck down. Nobody, I mean nobody, puts ketchup on a hot dog. Smells like courage. Howdy, howdy, howdy. What's up, hero heads? I'm just kidding. Just fucking around. Uh, Sarah and I had a little. Clinton. Guest. <laughs> we had a guest. And then we got rid of him. We took care of him. If you know what I mean. And we're not talking about jerking him off. Ugh. We did that, though, too. Then we killed him. That's right. With laughter. With kindness. <laughs> killed him with kindness. And laughter. Yeah. Kind bars. We killed him with kind bars. This episode of Please Save Me is sponsored by RX Bar. Uh, RX Bar. Tastes kind like- bars kill ya. Yeah. And what were you going to say? Because they gave us two slogans that we could use. <laughs> yeah. And I chose one, which was kind bars kill ya. Yeah. And the other one was tastes like a brick. Or, uh, okay. So now I'm thinking just the brick. <laughs> yeah, let's riff. Just the brick thing. I was thinking. Let's punch this up. <laughs> t- hits you. Lands like a brick in your gut. And then he's got Shaq shooting a free throw. You know, because well, Shaq shoots free, cause he puts up bricks when he shoots free throws. Oh, is he is he historically a bad free throw shooter? Oh yeah, that makes sense. One of the worst. Yeah, one of the worst. The arc of Shaquille O'Neal's free throw is long, but it bends towards. Bends, it doesn't bend at all. That's a, the point. You got it. It's sort of a putting a couple things together. Yeah, sort of a mashup. So I would say sort that of a girl talk in the pantheon of beginnings to our podcast. We this are, is, this one's in, the, this one's in it. it. We haven't done enough episodes. We've done yeah. 50, 
five or something like that. Yeah. Pantheon, and Pantheon is a big place. And Pantheon makes me think of Parthenon. I'm also thinking of the fact that there's a replica, but smaller, of the Parthenon in Nashville, Tennessee. And if the Parthenon is our best intros, maybe this one is sort of like the, the one Nashville in Nashville. Parthen- one. It's, in yeah. the, it's in Nashville. It's in Nashville. This one's in Nashville. So, Yeehaw. yeah, so just sort of shack, shooting a brick, and... <laughs> But it's a tummy. kind, but it's a kind bar. Oh, or it's an RX bar, but it's because yeah. we said this was RX bar. But then a kind bar comes in and sort of shoots him, <laughs> like a gun. Kind, kind bars kill you. Kind bars kill you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and if you could have, if you could load any food into a gun, what would you load into it? Um, lettuce, because then maybe it would chop up when it comes out, and you could like chop. <laughs> sort of shoot it into a bowl and it'd be like a chopped salad chopped salad yeah what about you um apple could be fun too before i answer (laughs) i'm just kind of interested in how you think a gun works so (laughs) so so before i get started uh i gotta say something along the lines of i've never touched a gun in my life i shot a bb gun once and do you think that that makes you better than me no I'm just saying like I really don't know how guns work you said it like you thought it made you better than me but have you held a gun yeah oh yeah oh yeah what's it feel like uh I'm gonna be on I'm gonna be honest with you it's feel like it feels just as powerful as it is made out to be okay it is extraordinary that's how I felt holding a bb gun (laughs) yeah uh yeah full gun would be too much for you full gun yeah yeah I, I actually haven't fired a gun very much but I've fired a uh, gun gun nuts get at me, but I think that this particular gun, it was a Smith & Wesson revolver. Mm. I think that it could take 357 ammo or 38 special ammo. Tell me if that's wrong. But me? anyway, I fired... No, our <laughs> listeners, hit me up. It's I, wrong that you even held a gun. It's the it's Morally, it's wrong. Yeah. But I'm talking about just factually, whether it's true that I could have fired What'd a you revolver with it? that took cans. Well, mostly, I mean, let's be honest. Mostly I shot... Uh, whatever was to the left and right of the cans uh, and a ways back from it, you know? So, uh, you know, whoever was standing in the crowd. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, so, a friend on accident. A friend on accident. Uh, so anyway, I don't remember what we were getting at here, but you want to put lettuce in a gun, which is pretty lame. <laughs> well, so, what food would you put in a gun? I don't know, juicy juice? I would put Dunkaroos in it. Oh, that's Because you know that Dunkaroos are coming back. Yeah, and that's good. Dunkaroos, they're bringing them back, folks. Get your dunk- pandering, pandering to people like us, '90s kids. No, you're pandering by saying Dunkaroos. I'm pandering to our audience, yeah. '90s kids, yeah, by talking about Dunkaroos. Mm-hmm. Dunkaroos, you can dunk them. I don't know if that was there. <laughs> I just kind of. Here's the deal: we're trying to get ad agency jobs. We've always been trying to get jobs doing basically anything that a brand will pay us to do. Yeah, on this exactly. Show. Influencing, advertising, writing, making a website for free using squarespace.com. Dunkaroos. Sometimes you feel like dunking them. Dunkaroos. <laughs> Dunkalicious. Uh-huh. A Dunkaroo by any other name would would, would taste, taste like a... Like crack. shit. Tastes like shit. Yeah. Okay. I was trying to think about the, the word dunk and dunkaroos and go mm-hmm. kind of go back to the shack thing and maybe tie that all together in a... Pretty little bow, so we can move the fuck oh, on. Oh yes, all right. Couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Couldn't quite make it. Shaquille O'Neal can. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal can dunk a basketball. 
you can dunk a dunkaroo. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Did that kind of tie it all together? Yeah, that's Shaquille perfect. Shaquille O'Neal can dunk a basketball. You, you can, can dunk, dunk a dunkaroo. <laughs> and um, that's a kind of an attainable mm-hmm. goal that okay. I like to strive toward. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, my name is Ben Flores. I'm one of the co-hosts of Please Save Me, the official recap podcast for television's number one show, Chicago Heroes. And I'm Sarah Black, the co-host of this program. And we love Chicago Heroes. We are, uh, we're its biggest fans, uh, which is why they gave us this recap podcast. Uh, and by and it's not because we held a Mia BB gun and Ben a normal gun to their heads. We pretty much set up across the street from the network offices, and we sent a uh, we sent a dog. We taped it. We tried to get a guy to do it, but no one would. We we weren't paying, so no one would do it. Basically, we got this dog and we taped a note to it that said, you have a gun trained on your head. Don't woof, you? woof. <laughs> it said, you have a gun trained on your head. Woof, woof. Uh, and that was, the woof, woof was really for the dog. Just give it some room to ablib. Uh, a gun trained to your head. And if you know it's good for you, you will let Sarah and Ben do a recap show for Chicago Heroes. Uh-huh. And you won't send them a cease and desist. Exactly. Anymore. No more cease and desist. <laughs> yeah. Was well, kind uh, of like the last thing on the note. Yeah, and it said, uh, "It said, don't try to stop, don't try to find <laughs> us, don't try to stop us." It said, "But do get this dog are, a treat. Do get this dog a treat. P.S. We're across the street. Send the dog back when you're done with it." Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, never saw the dog. Never again. saw the dog. <laughs> yeah, goes so, without saying. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, this week's episode of Chicago Heroes. So good. It was a doozy. Yeah, I will real say doozy. Um, do you like technology? can't get enough of it so if you could just like a doctor says i'm addicted oh yeah uh-huh which doctor my uh the uh um dr hard drive that's his name that's and my doctor's name is it eugene hard drive ah it's his first name his first name is eugene hard drive <laughs> Yeah, his first name is Eugene Harddrive, and he's a cool doctor, so he lets me call him by his <laughs> the second two parts of his first name. Sure, Doctor Harddrive. So yeah, it's because his cool. first name is Eugene Harddrive, so he lets me call him Doctor Harddrive. Yeah, that's cool. Do you want to know his <laughs> last name? Yeah, I do, and I want to know Hard Bargain. Eugene Harddrive. <laughs> Hard bargain. Yeah, that's his last name. That's a hard bargain. Yeah. So hard bargain. That sounds bargain. like freaking Swedish chef. Dr. Eugene, the hard drive's a hard to bargain. It's a hard to bargain. Yeah. That's fun. Hope that's fun for people to hear. So you think you're addicted to technology, according to you, your doctor, and also just based on your, like maybe web MD or something like that. Yeah. Did you want to know his middle name? <laughs> yeah, I did. 450 yards with that. So his name's uh, <laughs> Dr. Eugene, Eugene Hard, hard drive. drive. 450 yards with that. That's a hard, hard bargain. <laughs> so that's his full name. Huh. Doctor's not part of it. but Right. That's just his title. Yeah. MD is. Mm-hmm. MD's at the end of it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yep. I also think I'm addicted to technology. Oh, yeah? Why yeah. do you think so? 
Do you also go see no. Dr. Eugene Hart drive? I don't. 450 yards with that song. You know that you know that I'm not allowed to see You're the same doctors as you. Yards of me. Yeah, I'm not allowed to see your doctors because I'm always trying to get into the files and check yeah. in on your mm-hmm. files. And um, my doctors always try. They always charge me for the computer after you uh, break. You break it open looking for the files. Yeah, because I put a note on it that said Ben Flores did this. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Have you ever found any files in there by breaking the computer open? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh huh. What kind of files did you find? Hard drive. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're telling me that my doctor, you think that might short out the motherboard? Yeah. Motherboard. So. Yeah. Kind of Swedish chefy there. I call it daddy board. I like that. Thank you. But so why did you think that you're addicted? Because you don't go that you don't go to my doctor. My phone's literally glued to my hand. Yeah, I can I see gl- that. Glued my phone to one of my hands. Yeah, so I can just never not have it. In the computer, it's so simple. So I bring up the topic of technology. Yeah, because it has a lot to do with today's episode. Interesting. Tell me more. Well, we could just get into the episode. Let's do and it. And I don't need to tell you because you watched it with I me. I did watch it. So I if promise you, I did. So if you were paying attention to the themes and sort of motifs, you may have seen that technology had a big role this week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Let's get right into it. All right. Okay, fine. <laughs> And that's what I'm saying right now to our listeners, because our <laughs> listeners, as usual, uh, once we get into the actual recap, they they are always listening very closely to kind of catch us on any slip ups that we make to the plot or the kind of details of the show. Name. Yeah, what happened in the show? Yeah, uh, because our listeners are some of the most ferocious, uh, f- rabid one of the most ferocious, rabid fan bases. Yeah in the world yeah and that's why a lot of people don't like the show because of our listeners because of our listeners yeah Yeah. um people are often asking the showrunners of chicago heroes to kind of or they're asking the showrunners okay well they do a couple things they ask us to disavow our listeners because our listeners can be i mean let's admit it they can be um you know they can be uh terrible Terrible. They, uh, targeted yeah. harassment. I was going to say spirited, but uh, toxic. Toxic. Yeah. Um, toxic in the same. You know, and and that, and that and that works, right? Because it's, you know, if you have too many spirits, uh, well, that's going to be toxic to your body. Well, Mr. Barone, I'll ask you the same thing. Why don't you just drink poison? <laughs> Do you have any? Yeah. So their kind of spirited nature of how they engage online. Yeah. Um, can turn can turn toxic and it can turn targeted um you know usually they kind of take a spray and pray approach (laughs) to how they kind of rev up for the show online yeah but occasionally they'll really hone in on somebody yeah somebody who doesn't watch a show or somebody who like enjoys a different show yes yeah yeah. Yeah, and those kinds of people's really double down kind of grandmothers who are posting about how they like reading or something you know they'll, they'll really go in on her yeah you know and then that grandmother Read this, you old bag. Yep. And sometimes that grandmother decides mm, she doesn't even like reading. She doesn't even like TV. She's just going to 
kind of become a Nazi. Kill herself. Yeah. Oh, the grandma will decide to become a Nazi. Yeah. Because we harassed her enough. Yeah. Our, our, well, we didn't do it. Our yeah, to be clear, we're not doing it. it. Our guys. Our guys did it. We didn't do it. So people will ask us to disavow our guys, and we do. We do, constantly. We, do. we consider, hate them. Consider this our disavowal segment. Yeah, absolutely. And our disembowel segment will come towards the end. That's right. Uh, I I disavow, uh, and I'm reading from a, I'm reading from the list here now. Um, <laughs> I, I disavow Craig B. Jenkins in Marietta, Georgia. Disavowed. I disavow Craig B. Yale from um, Manchester Manch- is what it says there. Manchester. England. England. Yeah. And I'm looking over your shoulder there. And yeah. We kind of record the whole podcast with Ben sit um, sort of like how you would do a bobsled race with Ben sitting behind me and me sort of in the front yeah. and us leaning into the same microphone. In a, and we're sitting in a bobsled. Yeah, I mean, we don't kind of do it like we're in a bobsled. We do it in a bobsled. Two-man bobsled. Except in this case, uh, it's 2020, folks, and so women can also sit in a bobsled. (laughs) Yeah. More women in bobsleds. Mm -hmm. Uh, They won't let gender non-conforming people into bobsleds yet, but... We disavow those people who won't. here we come. Yeah. Uh, And that's been this week's disavowal block and... If you'd like to go beyond the Craigs, you can find that online. So on Vine, uh, we will disavow. That was just kind of, we always like to tease one segment of our bros that we're disavowing in the show. Yeah. And then we do the rest streaming But we on get Vine. to every single one. We I promise you that. We don't leave anybody hanging. So anyway, people ask us to disavow them, and we do. And then people ask the network to disavow. In turn, they ask the network to disavow us. Us, yeah. And they do. Frequently, yeah, through cease and desist letters that they send us, even though we put a gun to their head and said, "You gotta stop that." Right, and yeah. to be clear, we we didn't actually have a gun to their head. We told them we did via a note. We told them we did. Yeah, we said we're across the street. Yeah, and we have a gun to your head, but give me a treat. Yeah, but Oof. we had put all of our money into uh, promoted ads for the show, so yeah, we had actually sold all our guns yeah. to do that. Um which are the guns that we had bought to for the previous ploy that we had used where we had threatened the network to blow our brains out if they didn't let us do the show. And they were kind of like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, and they called their bluff on that one. Yeah, and yeah. so egg on our face. Yeah. All right. Um, and if you need to know, no, we didn't do it. <laughs> we no, didn't blow our brains out. Didn't. No, we... we um, we chose life, and so should you. Specifically, you should choose a life watching Chicago Heroes like you did this past weekend. So let's get into this episode. So did you notice any of the tech themes woven throughout? Did I? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I'm also asking the listener. I was going to say, I noticed definitely the themes of technology, and then I also noticed how the whole plot was about technology. So let's maybe get into both. Oh, that's both. interesting that you say yeah. that. I don't know if I saw that quite as much. But, I mean, it was you know, definitely in there. Yeah. It was definitely sure. part of it. So uh, the interesting thing about this show is let's just do uh, besides everything. Touche. Uh, let's just get into real quickly. Sure. Let's just run down the characters oh, for the people so who so, so, so maybe didn't watch it. Okay, um, sure. First of all, up top, the main hero, the uh, the baddest bitch, is Mayor oh. Lisa Kudrow. Yeah, right. She's a major nasty gal boss. Kind of girl boss, slay queen. Right. Uh, she's, she's shooting through the glass ceiling with her AK-47 and uh, 
climbing a rope ladder to get up to the top of the um and stepping rock on everybody's and setting heads a record to do it. While she so, does it. Yes. So that's one. Um next one is a beautiful gorgeous cop um Monica who's played by Courtney Copps. And then we got a paramedic, Rachel, played by Jennifer Aniston. Also beautiful in her own right. Yeah. But you mm-hmm. may recall something kind of interesting about her that happened a couple episodes back. Yeah, her face got swapped with Joe Pesci's entire body. Uh and then <laughs> after that we've got uh, a lawyer named Chandler and he's played by Matthew Perry. Uh, and then Sarah is thinking about the final one who, wait, Chandler. There's is, two more. Yeah. Okay. Fi- the final one, the final more important one is Chandler. Who's a lawyer. And, and that's he's the one played I just said. Perry. But then after that, there's Joey. Joey. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And then there's Joey who is a firefighter and he's played by Matthew LeBlanc. And then there's finally the last one. Who's not mm, less a, of a, let's, let's say he's on exile Island. Yeah. And that guy's name is Ross and he is, not so much a hero, so much as he is a paleontologist. Yes. Played by David Schwimmer. Yep. And he's down in... Schwinger! Guant- is that something? I don't think so. So he's down <laughs> in Guantanamo Bay right now, uh, just for some of the stuff that he had been accused of doing. <laughs> yeah. So this episode was interesting because uh, Mary Lisa Kudrow is right in the midst of her... She's kind of in the throes of her presidential run for president, uh, her presidential run, her, her presidential run for president. Yeah. And so this episode, we open on a, uh, big $500 a plate gala. Yeah. Um, huge party, but kind of like kind gala, of, but make it casual. Right. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Um, so it's actually is more of a chill $500 a plate. Yeah. It's more of a chill hangout at Brooklyn boulders. Uh, <laughs> And it's basically lots of bros. Yeah. Um, what's some of the fashion that we're seeing? Patagonia uh, vests. Right. Patagonia gingham shirts. Chinos. Patagonia chinos. <laughs> We've got uh, um, like, Patagonia um, five fingers shoes. Yeah. Nike sh- shoes too. By Patagonia. By, yeah. Nike times Patagonia. Yes. Nicey Times Patagonia. Interesting. Nike. Nike. You know, like how sometimes yeah. um, brands will do that instead of like Patagonia yeah, I know exactly by Nike. what you mean. They put the X between them. Yeah, but, but I, was... I've never known how. I don't think there is a way to say it out loud because no. I think it doesn't. It doesn't really. As soon as you kind of. I think it, I would have said buy. Like yeah. Nike. But. but, but yeah, not it's, like Nike, it's true. But not necessarily Nike produced by Patagonia. It's almost like. It's like North by Northwest or yeah, South no, by Southwest. Yeah, no, I totally get right? where you're coming from. Like it's like as if Nike is a cardinal direction and Patagonia is a cardinal direction. Nike You're multiplied f- by Patagonia. What is that? And what does that give you? A lot. $500 a plate. Yeah, uh, exactly. And that's how much Mayor Lisa Kudrow has paid each person to be there. To be there. Yeah. So she's kind of raided the city coffers for this. Uh, Seemingly endless supply of dollars there right for this new tech initiative that she has where she's trying to court talent and yeah and bring them to chicago yeah so she wants to kind of make it like the next silicon valley and i guess seattle in a way um what austin tried to maybe sort of be Mm -hmm. she wants it to be a hub for tech startups she wants people she's wooing people to come in and sort of um, try their hand at making something that will fix the world by being online. 
Yeah, so um, you've heard of Silicon Valley. Uh, welcome to Lead Basin. That's what she says about, that's her whole, that's the initiative is Chicago's Lead Basin. Yeah. Um, what did you think of that branding right off the bat for this initiative? Lead makes me think pencil. Yeah, Good. Definitely. definitely. Yeah, so, you know, if we're thinking Bullets? about. Bullets? Awesome. Awesome, yeah. 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 Paint? Pretty. Pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty colors mm-hmm. and some paint. Uh, pipes used uh, for smoking weed, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so 100% on the lead part of this lead basin initiative. Yeah, and so now can you explain to me what a basin is? <laughs> to me, oh, it yeah. sounds like a bowl. Right, which is kind of like what you smoke, smoke out, of. out of. Yes. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, basin makes me think of, yeah, like you just said, a bowl that you smoke weed out of. And then also it makes me think of free basin uh, cocaine, which is also <laughs> very cool. Yeah. Uh, Third basin, which is... Um, snogging to pussy. <laughs> so actually, this is a good question. And I guarantee you're talking Damn, about it. Daniel. That was worth it. I guarantee we've talked about this on the podcast before, uh-huh. but what are bases one, two, three and home? Like, what do you know them to be? Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, one is rubbing the pussy from outside the pants. <laughs> two is rubbing the pussy from inside the pants. Three is snogging to pussy. And then four, which is home base also, uh, unless you got are playing a baseball game with five bases, um, four, is snogging the pussy with your wiener. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. Does that answer your question? Yeah, it answers my question. And the good news <laughs> is we're fully aligned on what each of the bases are. Hey, what did the pussy say when it saw the wieners? Any of you fucking pricks move! And I'll execute every motherfucking last one of you! That's pretty good. Yeah. Right? Had that on the soundboard. That's so. great. Just kind of thought of that joke just now. And that's good. Okay. So <laughs> I think a basin is like a geographic feature. So anyway. Um, oh, like a valley or something. I think it's like a valley. So it's kind of like Silicon Valley, but it's like lead basin. Um, so Ours is better. So, yeah, definitely. And so we just kind of, so that's kind of the type of thing that some of these bros were talking about at this yeah um, they're mostly talking about like is it really called lead basin yeah are we like, really? i love it do yeah. you love it we are, all love it can we believe it no um so basically this this event is kind of the the big launch for this initiative yeah or like the um it's like the it's like the grand opening almost or whatever you sure. kick off thing yeah so lisa kudrow has brought in this elite a squadron of uh, code gurus. Yes. Uh, of hacking ninjas. Yes. To hack together a new app. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That she it, basically there was this big city contract that she created for an app, <laughs> and then she gave it to these um, amazing bros that came from. I mean, you've seen these guys at some incredible companies. Yeah. I mean, we're talking. Uh. Facebook. Yeah. Google. Oracle. Salesforce. <laughs> right? Yeah. Airtable. Uh-huh. Uh, Skyvalve. Um Couch Sweeper. Garage Garage Door Company. Yeah. So the Oh, Garage Yeah, you're getting into what they um <laughs> you're getting into what That's it's funny you say that because um 
basically they had this competition that she had done for who would get the contract. And uh, they'd had she'd had she'd heard the pitches from everybody about for the app, you know. And she basically had two teams come in, yep. Mary Lisa Kudrow and hack, pitch hack, her. Hackathon, hack off. Right. And so one team had pitched her on that they wanted <laughs> to do a guard store company. <laughs> and so um so they gave their whole presentation on the guard store company, and this was on the um on the webisodes, they showed us the backstory for this event. You kind of get to see the whole pitch from start to finish. <laughs> for the guard store company. <laughs> for the guard store. And why don't you go ahead and, um, I know that you told me you had actually practiced that pitch. So why don't you just like go ahead and kind of do the same pitch that the main, the main gal from the guard store company pitch had done. Sure. So when we looked at the insights about this audience, we found out they have a really hard time with guards an opening so we thought what if we made this mm, simpler what if not every garage was a wall what if every garage had a door so <laughs> today our idea and i'm sorry she got choked up she got emotional thinking about right. she uh, said and this is personal for me and <laughs> and this is personal for me because I never had a garage with a door. It was always a wall made of concrete. And my it, daddy died in the garage because he couldn't get out. She had said. Okay, do you want me to do the monologue no, sorry. or not? Sorry, I was I was getting ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is personal for me because I never thought a garage could have a door. <laughs> yeah. They always had a cement wall. And my daddy died in a garage surrounded by four cement walls. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, maybe it's not a human insight. Maybe most people do have garage doors. And that was the point pretty much at which Lisa Kudrow said, I'm going to have to stop you right there, sweetie. Um, you're making a fool of yourself and you're making yourself look pathetic and you look, um, and she said, and just a tip for you, just a hint. You don't look pretty when you cry. Okay. Next is what she said. And then in the webisode, we kind of get to see the whole team debriefing afterwards right. and the rest of the team is like, we think that actually went pretty good. Yeah. They said, that's the best that you ever did. Uh, that was actually the least not prettiest that you'd ever looked when you're crying and you always cry and you know, you always cry. We haven't seen you not crying. Yeah. You actually lasted the longest we ever seen without you not crying off of this. And uh, she goes, well, thank you. I hope, you know, I hope this makes it so that I can finally see my dream. And they're all kind of like, yeah, we hope you can see that too, because it wasn't really something we wanted to make. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so that was a uh, Constance Wu. And the folks that was on our team was um, Zach Woods from Silicon Valley. We need kind of a nod to yeah. that show. Kind uh, of a little wink. little wink, yeah. And then we cut to, and then we can assume, so then in the webisode we actually cut to the next team coming in. And they said, 
And this was just straight bros. This is Jesse Eisenberg. This is Andrew Garfield. <laughs> James Franco. This Dave is Franco. James Franco. Dave Franco. This is Seth Rogen. This Jonah is Hill. the guy who plays the Winklevoss twins in Social Network. Yep. This is in character as the Winklevoss twins. Yep. This, this is, is uh, Mark Ruffalo. This yeah, is Tony Alec Stark. Baldwin. This is Spider Man. This is. Steve Martin. This is Miles Teller. Uh-huh. And also... Alden Ehrenreich. And also Idris Elba. So kind of a big so crew walking tell me in. I'm wrong. So they all, they, all, they all walk in, right? One by one. And they say, and they start, what up, what up, what up? What the fuck's up? Get the fuck up! And they come in and it's sort of like a wedding where like the party comes in and they're all sort of doing like one of like a little dance. One little move. Yeah. yeah one little to the move. song that's playing. In the, yeah, in exactly. The background. So yeah. they all sort of do that as bad mm -hmm. to the bone plays. Yeah. And then they all say, what the LMFAO remix? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they all sort of, they say, you can sit. We'll stand. Yeah. Hit it. And then yeah. they did the presentation. But then they would keep right after that. They would always say, get the fuck up. <laughs> so it's kind of yeah. a little confusing that part. Yeah, I th um, I agree, but it it worked. Do you want to do the monologue? Yeah, sure. And this actually links right back into the episode because at the gala, the thing that happens is um Marilee Sakudro, she she starts to chime her glass and then she realizes it doesn't make her look cool to all the tech bros to do that. So she actually grabs her craft beer and the way that you would chime a glass at a wedding toast or something she just basically breaks the glass breaks the craft beer bottle over her assistant's head yeah uh to kind of get everyone's attention <laughs> yeah um and her assistant's name is lloyd yeah asian guy she yep. goes lloyd get over here smashes yep. the craft beer bottle over him and he goes he he went like oh go <laughs> or whatever kind of owie yeah um and, she and says, this is all part of the monologue <laughs> uh they did basically the same thing at this event as in the web as their pitch yes right so they basically say to everyone they're like imagine that you got a fucking problem you broke your ass you fell on your ass and you broke it imagine that you were trying to put a crispy crust on your creme brulee and you set your sick pad on fire you crush your finger in your door of your DeLorean. Okay, so did you want, so same thing, or did you want me to, do you want no, me to do it? No, you can go, or, yeah. you can go. I you crush want... your finger in the door of your DeLorean. Uh, and by your finger, I mean your dick. You your dick, your... it's so big, it gets crushed in your door. What are you gonna do? Who are you gonna call? One of the guys goes, Ghostbusters, and you go, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Fuck out of here. F-O-H. No motherfucking Ghostbusters. Fuck off. A lot of F-bombs in this pitch. Yeah. A lot of F-bombs in it. And he goes, before now, you would just have to lay there and die like a clown. Like a sad clown. Like a clown that slipped on a banana peel and nobody came to help him because he had no way to get any help. But now, we got a way to, for him to get help. Uh, yeah, it's called our motherfucking app. Yeah, I'm thinking it's... <laughs> Our motherfucking yeah. And then so they all says, sort of in unison go, Yeah, I'm thinking, thinking it's called our motherfucking app. Uh, and they basically then demonstrate the yeah. app. Um, they get out a big phone. They like, get out a big oversized like, phone, kind of like a publisher's phone. clearinghouse check. <laughs> yeah. And they show how they're like, 
check out the app. It's it's awesome. You can order all kinds of emergent. You can order all kinds of emergency services on it with just seven taps. And they go, you can order your police. And they did seven taps. And they yeah. kind of said, we're not going to order them right now, but you could. Yeah. And they show you can order your fire. You can order somebody to put out your fires for you. Yeah. And then they say, like, remember all those, like, kind of personal injuries we were talking about earlier? Well, you can call the EMT paramedic for that, for your broken ass or for your little finger, your dick, and your DeLorean. Or if you burn yourself on your creme brulee, you're not going to call the police. Even though you want to, you're going to call the paramedics. Right. And the paramedics are going to be dispatched to you using our proprietary algorithm that compares uh, ride times and uh, uh, ride charge. And, and it jumps you to the head of the Uber, line. Lyft, via... Uh, in normal ambulance google drive or whatever he says or whatever and uh anyway Perfect so that's how it works so show it you know they're the so that this gala they kind of finished this thing and they go like let's pop some bottles and, and they everybody do. kind of pops bottles and celebrates this big app reveal app yeah and then lisa mary lisa kudrow kind of crushes another um champagne bottle on lloyd's head mm-hmm. is sort of like a few uh, more yeah, yeah, kind of like a bunch in succession, yeah. and it's like like she's christening the like bow she's of a christening ship. a ship, yeah, and she just says that she's like, "I'm christening a ship, I'm christening a ship." Yeah, yeah, she, she does. Sure does. So, so she does that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And Lloyd and Lloyd goes, "Uh, tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. She goes, "Don't go yet." I got more bottles, don't I? Yeah. I just had that thing on the soundboard one to use. So I keep kind of like, you know, basically I pulled some clips from the show like that. Yeah, that was a good one. Because um, that was actually a direct clip from Lloyd. Yeah. From the way that he talked. Yep. Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. And I think that Lloyd had brain damage from the, and from the bottles getting frankly, scratched. Frankly, who wouldn't? Because he just kept saying, Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. <laughs> he kept. And even once Mary Lisa Kudrow told him, you can go now. Yeah, I'm all out of champagne bottles. He would just go. Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. Yeah, and I feel... So this is something worth um, exploring. So the past few episodes... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We've had some characters... Yeah. ...who are really hung up on saying, like, one to five key phrases. Yeah. Yeah. We and, and they all sort of have brain damage. <laughs> they all sort of yeah. kind of don't know how to have a normal conversation. And I'm wondering if this is all related, <laughs> if this is just one writer kind of getting no, totally. free reign totally, to do whatever totally they want. Right. <laughs> just you're really totally right. landing on some kind of stupid shit. You're definitely right. There was like, cause there's that one guy from the, <laughs> from the app team and we didn't even say what the app is called yet. And we will, but, um, that one guy from the app team who he just kept kind of like stopping. He just kept kind of pulling Work the music sucks. saying that he kept yeah. kind of pulling the music off at the party and going like, Work sucks. and just like then all the other bros would cheer. Yeah. Just kind of funny. Cause they're, <laughs> cause they're at a work basically function. at a work function. Yeah. Um, and uh, so you're, yeah, I'm wondering the same thing as you, honestly, if there's someone in the Chicago heroes writer's room who is trying to get away with as little work as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, basically, all right, let me figure out like one phrase, or maybe it's an actor. Yeah, you know, maybe. maybe it's an actor. Where maybe they don't want to learn their lines. Not reading their lines. Yeah, they say, hey, you know what I'll do? I'll learn one. I'll learn. I'll learn one. I'll, 
I'll learn, I'll learn one line. I'll learn one line. I'll learn one line. And it's going to be... Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. And they come in, they're like, hey, I know this line real good. So, you know... <laughs> and they're you, like, yeah. is that from something? Or And then he goes, no. Yeah. we saw, And we actually... This actually is our answer because we saw in the behind the scenes that that's what had happened was that the director of this episode... Was, yes, I was tricking you. <laughs> and you got me good. Uh, and I almost, I almost fell for it, too. Uh, but I remembered the behind the scenes that we had seen. Yeah. Where basically um, the director, uh, who is, you'll remember who that was. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, lady who did Hurt Locker. Yeah, it was Catherine Bigelow. Uh-huh. Right. So basically Catherine Bigelow had Lloyd, and she was, uh, and she was basically asking him, and it's Lloyd from Entourage. And... <laughs> like uh she was kind of telling him like he would say you know they'd be in a scene and he would say and she would say that's not even close to your line that's she goes that's nowhere near what you're supposed to say right now you're supposed to say uh excuse me ma'am would you like some more champagne right and he goes kind of a normal thing for a guy to say right and he goes okay I'll tell you, and, he's, and he, he's perfectly willing off camera to say something else. Yeah. He says to Catherine Bigelow, okay. Um, I'm a professional. I'm a professional, yeah. I'll tell you what. I'm, if you're going to pay me overtime tonight, I'm be happy to learn how to say that. But I actually already came here prepared to say a line, and I'm saying it perfectly. And it's... Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. So that was the behind the scenes, right? Yep. So anyway. So we're about 30 seconds into the entire episode. Right. And then uh, and then what happens? Basically, um, basically, once we kind of get out of that little loop that we seem to be stuck in between Mayor Lisa Kudrow and Lloyd, which, yeah. I mean, honestly, if it were me, if it were me, I wouldn't have wanted to spend so much time on it. Yeah. But the show spent a good 30 seconds on it, like you said. So I had to spend a good 10... 15 minutes on it. Yeah. Um, because we unpack shit here. Yeah. Um, after that, we have this really insane thing happens. Yes. So <clears throat> while this is all happening, there's quite a bit going on. Obviously people are partying, they're smooching and they're dancing and kind of doing the whole, like it's like midnight. They've gotten great at doing party scenes in Chicago heroes. I feel yeah. like they're like, they, they have a style that they film in now. Yeah. Where it's like, showing the true range of human emotion that can happen at a party. It's Mm -hmm. a lot of sucking and fucking and yeah, for sure. Smashing bottles and drinking and smoking weed and, um, cock fighting. Yes. Dog fights happening. Yeah. There's just somebody getting out a gun and just sort of shooting it into the air. Right. Cop comes in and somebody steals his handcuffs and sort of like handcuffs themselves to like a basketball hoop or something. Right. Yeah. We got guys kind of sitting down across the table from each other playing Russian roulette, doing high stakes (laughs) bets on it. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. So that's all happening. Yeah. Perfectly. Somebody let a cow in. Perfectly safe time. The cow's in. Cow is the most dangerous part of it, probably. Cow's big animal. Huge. Bigger than you think. And you can't trust them. Have you ever seen a cow close up? Uh, no, I don't. You've never seen a cow in real, like you've never been like next to a cow. Uh, yeah, I've been, no, I've been, I've been near a cow. I've been next to a cow. They're so big. Yeah. Very huge. And so mischievous. Big animal. I, like I said, you can't trust them. You never know where they're looking. 
And now that dead I, eyes. Yes. And now that I'm thinking about this, mm-hmm. are you familiar with a little thing called the Great Chicago Fire? Yeah, I'm thinking I'm familiar with a little thing called the Great Chicago what Fire. What year did it happen then? 1896. No. 1894. No. 1897. No. Do you know when it was? Because you're getting at your phone to look. I'm pretty sure. Because <laughs> you quizzed me on it. Like you knew. Yeah. I did. I did. And um, I don't know what this has to do with cows yet. Okay. Well, you don't. Okay. I was right. Okay. 1871. Okay. So you don't know what this has to do with cows. That's Take me on a trip. Take me on a trip. Ever heard of Mrs. O'Leary? No. Okay, well, Miss. Oh yeah, Mrs. O'Leary's cows or whatever. Yeah, Mrs. O'Leary had a cow that knocked over a bucket and it started a fire and it burned down the whole city. Yep. And then they rebuilt it and made it really, really segregated. Yep. Anyway. Yep. Cow in this party knocked over. Knocked over a bucket. Right of champagne. Of champagne. Mm-hmm. Champagne. Flammable. Flammable. Because Mayor Lisa Kudrow only she had she basically she was trying to save money for the city. Yeah. So she actually distilled her own uh, champagne. Um, and, and it, it had, basically it had so much alcohol. oxygen in it. Yeah, yeah it was basically yeah, rubbing alcohol. It was pretty much rubbing <laughs> it had a ton of oxygen oh. in it. Um, the, uh, she whipped, what she did was, um, she basically took, we, we, we saw this on her web tutorial for um, make champagne with Mayor Lisa make- Kudrow. <laughs> Where she basically took, she goes, okay, so what you're going to want to do, if you want to go to your local CVS or your Walgreens or whatever, I don't care, get some rubbing alcohol. It looks like this. And she shows us the rubbing alcohol. Ooh. She goes, and then you want to take that and put it in your bowl. You don't want to keep your bowl real cold. You're going to want to keep it real cold. And then she says, and then you want to turn your KitchenAid mixer up to high. And you're gonna whip as much air as you can into the rubbing alcohol. That's you're gonna pulverize it. And she goes, and then you pour it back in the bottle. And so that was pretty much the <laughs> tutorial yeah. of make champagne with Mary Lisa Kudrow. Yeah, so it's rubbing alcohol with, <laughs> with a bunch of air mixed in. <laughs> yeah. And it holds the and the thing is it doesn't uh I was gonna say it does, but it doesn't hold the air very well. Right? I mean it's not like whipped cream holds the air. You know, like you whip cream, the air, it kind of holds it in there because of the molecules or whatever. Oh, yeah, the molecules or whatever. Pretty much with the rubbing alcohol, it didn't really seem to increase in fall. It seemed like when you watch in the web tutorial her pour it back in the bottle, It's you'd think you whipped a bunch of air into it. It's going to have more volume. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the bottle, she spilled so much alcohol out of it by whipping the air in, only fits about halfway in. Sure. Right? Anyway, knocks a... A bucket of champagne over. Yeah. Cow does. <laughs> yeah. Champagne. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mary Lisa Kudrow champagne. Yeah. Yeah. Her, uh, Her personal home- recipe. Yeah. Exactly. Homebrew. Mama's um, favorite. Right. So knocks, the cow knocks that over. Yeah. And, uh, and this all takes, you know, I mean, we're 45 seconds into the episode, <laughs> um, which the math isn't totally adding up because there was the whole pitch and monologue and everything, but. 45 seconds. I'm just talking about it in about. terms of when the episode really began, if you yeah. know what I mean. Well, yeah, because obviously they start airing these episodes 10 minutes before the hour, which is the way they get around FCC violations. Exactly. Rules or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, and where does that champagne flow? 
Right, because normally a champagne spill, not a problem. You just have Lloyd lap it up with his tongue. Yeah. Right? Well, Lloyd was nowhere to be found because no, I mean he... Lloyd's dead. <laughs> oh yeah, we forgot. I mean metaphorically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. I mean, he will be dead soon. Yeah, you were gonna say. So the it sort of spills out everywhere and sort of makes a big old mess. Mm-hmm. And if you recall, people are there and they're not paying attention to what's going on on the yeah. floor. They are. Sucking, fucking, right. smoking, drinking, dancing, playing Russian roulette, yep. handcuffing self to basketball hoop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lord, Lord, mommy made a mess. Nope. Nowhere to be seen. And that's what the cow, cow is saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and we're not talking about Mary Lisa Kudrow. No, of course not. Right. So. So, but where she, does the champagne flow? Everywhere. Everywhere. Including. Well, including right in front of the um, master of ceremonies who was carrying a candelabra. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so he starts walking through it and you can sort of see him slip a little bit, but he catches it and he goes, that was close. But then Lloyd... (laughs) Is standing right next to him, yep. barely conscious, and then <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden yeah. he just kind of falls over like a tree yeah. in the forest, yeah. and that hits the master of ceremonies, yeah. and the candelabra goes flying into the air, right. and then yeah, right before it comes crashing down, because I'm worrying, I'm like, I'm, oh, it's gonna hit the I'm alcohol, alcohol flammable. But get this, there is a woman. Lying on her tummy on the ground, yeah. getting her ass eaten by yeah. a guy. Yeah. <laughs> and the candelabra lands yeah. perfectly on her back. And <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, she's lying on her. Sorry, I was just trying to picture it. Yes, she's lying. Tummy, Why were you trying to picture down. it? You saw it? I was trying. Well, we didn't, because we didn't pull the clip. We didn't screen. Sure. Screen record. So, the yeah, clip. she's tummy down. She's tummy down, yeah. Lying Fa- on face her tummy. Down, I was ass thinking up. tummy up. Yeah, she's yeah. face down, ass up. Uh, and it sort of lands perfectly getting her ass eaten. Getting her ass ate, and it lands perfectly on her back. Yes. Yeah. Like you know that um Kim Kardashian thing or whatever where she put it was it Kim Kardashian who balanced With the champagne, the champagne bottle, bottle on her ass. Or whatever? Yeah. It was like that sort of, except the champagne is on the ground underneath <laughs> the woman. Yeah. And it's a candelabra on her back. But it's yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, crisis, oh crisis, crisis averted. averted. Right? And Lloyd is still standing there and he's kind of wobbling and woozy yeah it's like you know the game dizzy bat yes you hear that right yeah of course um, dizzy bat you know you spin your head around on the bat you know, like you put a bat on the ground and you because our listeners might not know that how do you keep it there wouldn't it fly away you put your head down against it and then you spin around it right wouldn't it fly away that's funny Thank i get you. it <laughs> uh anyway lloyd was the bat lloyd was spinning probably around fly like, away yeah right he was spinning around dizzy because uh, some of the tech bros yeah. using him as the bat in a game of exactly. Dizzy Bat. And did you like that setup and that I sort of punchline? I love that. That the writers included in this episode of, of Chicago Heroes? So what's interesting is that, you, you know, we've been given this sense of something bad's now about to danger. happen. Now there's danger. Right. So it's kind of interesting that somebody who's not even in the frame just... Well, that's why I brought it up. Because Lloyd, he wobbles, he's wobbling so hard... Uh-huh. That it seems that I thought he was going to wobble and tip over and hit the candelabra because he starts to. Yeah. He starts to tip over. But one of the bros goes, it's my fucking turn, bro. Don't you dare. And grabs him by the nape of his neck and rings him back in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting that 
the thing that sort of sets this all off yeah. is somebody just kind of throws a cigarette butt from out of frame. And I think it was somebody right. like a stage yeah, hand, I think so. like a crew guy. Yeah. It's an unlit cigarette butt, <laughs> but it passes through the flame on the candelabra yep. and lights while it's in the air. Yes. Hits the rubbing alcohol. Mama's special recipe on the ground. Whoosh. Place goes up in flames. Yeah. Uh, no, thank you. Girl and, their, girl and guy getting their ass ate, blown to smithereens. First thing, yeah. Yeah, they're first the first casualties. Yeah. Uh, there's no chance for them, let's say. So then you everybody know. else goes freaking nuts trying to get out of there. Right. And one of the tech guys looks at the other tech guy and goes, uh, Bro. I th- think I've gotten that for that. Big laugh. Big laugh at that. Yeah, people all kind of stop running and screaming and stop and start laughing and they go, oh, yes, we do. So they fire up the app and... It takes uh, about 20 minutes. Yeah, it has to It has to download new bits. Yeah. Um, it has to and download they already, new bits from Heroku and from the Amazon web server. And Yeah, and they already sync up. had had like... It needed to be updated because they had done some bug fixes within the past couple of minutes. And right. Yeah, yeah. So it's a whole thing. Because what we, uh, so so they try to so they try to use the app to get some emergency services. In the meantime, quick body count. I would say it was maybe sixteen or seventeen more people perish in the fire. Yes. Quickly. Uh, yeah. And they finally these guys they finally um uh. uh the, the the main guy, uh, Jesse Eisenberg, he finally manages to get his way through the all the kind of pop-up ads and everything that they've installed into the app yeah. um, for uh, local singles in your area. And he's going, yes, I, I do want my dick to be bigger, but not right now. Right. Uh, and there's this woman that comes onto the screen. And she goes, oh, big boy, don't you dare jerk off before dialing this number. And she says, number on the screen. It's a 1-900 number. And one of the other guys is kind of like, well, I'm just going to see what that is. Yeah, so he actually X's out of the app on accident, which starts it all over again. Right, exactly. Because the app can't run in the background because it uses uh, too much gigawatts. And so... (laughs) The API just isn't meant for So we pretty much watched this guy have phone sex for a while. (laughs) So once he... Yeah, so he's, 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 he sort of jack. He sort of jacks off while he's on the phone talking right. to this woman. Yeah, he and does. I mean, he first base jack off. He does it through the pants. Yeah, he yeah he gives himself an OTPHJ, and he comes. Yeah, and we right. can all kind of see it through his pants. Yeah. And he goes, "Well, what did you want me to do? Take my pants off?" And then we're just kind of like, "Well, we'd prefer if you didn't do that at all." And he goes, "Fine, okay." <laughs> Now right. this is happening. He takes his pants <laughs> off and he kind of wipes his cum on his hand and he shows it around and everyone. He says, you didn't believe that I could come? Well, I did it. <laughs> I freaking did it. Everybody kind of goes, no, nobody said that. We didn't think you could come, man. He goes, oh, everybody's been saying, oh, oh Chester can't come. And oh, okay, you all think that I maybe just exploded a mayonnaise packet in there and this is all fake? Come fine. I'll show you. I'll show you yeah. all. And then he he's holding it up to people to smell. Yeah, and he kind of just jacks off again right. with his dick out to prove 
Right. But nothing comes out. No, because he already did it once. Because he already did it so once. So he has to kind of go, but so then he's, he's like, he I'm says, sorry, I'm just shooting blanks now. Right. That last cum was so big. <laughs> yeah. And he says, that he refers to this one guy standing over there. He goes, well, this guy's saying, and remember, there's a fire happening right now. Everyone's <laughs> in a fire. Uh, gestures over this guy. He goes, oh, this, this fucking guy's, uh, this fucking guy just said that I wouldn't eat my own cum. And okay. People, people okay. Go, he didn't say that. And he goes, yeah, I heard it. Look, I yeah, heard it. I heard it. He's saying it with his eyes. I heard it yeah. with my eyes. And so he starts kind of like kinda lapping yeah, up everything yeah. out of his hand. Yeah. And, um, so nasty scene. I liked it. So anyway, they, um, they managed to get the app back open and, uh, <laughs> And nobody else in any of this time thought, meh, maybe I'll open it on my phone. They were all kind of like waiting for Chester. Waiting for Chester. To do yeah, it. Jesse Eisenberg. And he, Jesse Eisenberg played a few people. And so um, once he gets that back open, uh, he he eventually does manage to click a flame icon in it and sends the sends an order through, right? Uh, it doesn't kind of Yeah, he orders him, a fire truck. That's what he thinks. Exactly. Right? Uh, and so... Some people start saying, like, uh, listen, bro, is that fire truck coming soon? I'm, I think I'm just going to go. And he yeah, goes, I'm no, kinda, wait, 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 it's on its way. It's on yeah, its way. I'm about to burn to a crisp here. Yeah, they're like, I think I'm, at this point I'm kind of thinking I might just, like, walk out of the building. <laughs> yeah. And Jesse's like, no, 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 stay here. Come wait, on. Wait. We got to prove that this works. We made it. That whole thing. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. Except not. it's not. What is it? Okay, so maybe... In clicking the fire thing, he didn't think, hmm, what else, mm, what other emergency has fire? Okay, here, I can think of one. I'm so hungry. Oh, me so hungry, me want pizza. I, well, exactly. And what do I think? Hmm, I'm hungry. What do I want? Mm, bowl of cereal? No, fuck that. Bowl of lettuce shot out of gun? No. Me so hungry, me want pizza. Exactly. I want a wood-fired pizza. Yeah. And they forgot. They forgot that they had the the flame icon in the app that they developed that orders you a wood-fired pizza. Right. A guy without a shirt orders you a fire truck. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And a pizza orders you a dermatologist because people are calling you pizza face and you need to go on Accutane. Right. And a guy wearing a white coat with a stethoscope orders you a stripper because it's a guy dressed as a doctor and that's Who what people want to see you. strips for you yeah. strips you yes and so that's it I, I like that they kind of anticipated that service right because i think that how many bachelor times- parties have you been to i mean i've been to a million right and somebody forgot to order the stripper right which is a guy a who strips you <laughs> who strips you yeah uh so they were kind of thinking thinking four chess moves ahead with this one, I think. And the problem is that they hadn't factored in uh, the intoxicating effects of alcohol into the equation. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking you didn't factor the intoxicating effects of alcohol into the equation, bro. Because if I'm they're pretty, not able to if think- I'm doing an equation, I'm thinking you plus the intoxication effects of alcohol or whatever the fuck equals zero making oh interesting because like it doesn't exist got it 
Like you plus thinking about this thing doesn't exist. I was thinking about, I was thinking what you meant was you plus the, you know, I'm looking at the object of my affection or whatever. You plus the intoxicating effects of alcohol equals us. Oh. Making fucky fucky. Because that's what was happening. There we go. Yeah. And now we landed on it. <laughs> so pretty much a pizza guy shows up. <laughs> yeah. And he's this kind of, I mean, we don't have to get into too much detail, but basically he shows up and he's being a real kind of baby about like he won't bring the pizza to the door <laughs> and everything because he's like the building's on fire because we cut to outside the building. Yeah. And it's basically this um this little hatchback showing up, right? Hatchback pulls around Should the corner. Should we say what the app's named? Oh, yeah, we should. Yeah, at this point. Yeah. I think. We totally forgot. And did you remember it? Yeah, of course. Okay. Did you? Oh, Yeah. Definitely. I how just could, wanted you to say it to prove to me that yeah. you remembered it. And how could we forget the app's name, which was not 9-11. Yes. That was the app's name. So, and in the apps, and you can do a lot from this app. You can send an email. You can send a text. You can send a postcard. Call you your friend. Read, right. You can order play a fire truck. Crush. You can order a pizza. You can order a stripper. You can order a dermatologist. You can play Candy Crush. Um, you can place bets. It like ha- it auto directs you to DraftKings. Right, you can order a hit on it. Yeah. Um, and then there's this one logo. Got Pokemon Sword and Shield. Order the the logo for order a hit is a um. Well, I'll give you a hint. Smoke weed every day. It's, it's a, a weed, leaf. It's a weed leaf, yeah. Because you take a hit of weed. Ah, uh, yeah. But you would think, oh, so I can order some weed with that. Uh, no, no. that's the how you order one, a hitman the to weed, come kill you. The weed you. one is a burrito. Yeah, but it doesn't even order you weed because it sends you CBD. It assumes you'd already had. had it sends you a CBD burrito, so you're <laughs> kind of getting both at once, right? Because if you need a burrito to fall asleep, well, what will make you fall asleep faster even than that burrito with CBD in it? Exactly. Um, which is kind of funny because the <laughs> it's kind of funny because the um. The pillow with disease on it that would make you think of sleep. Uh-huh. I mean, that's what it made me think of when I saw this. Yeah. When these guys were demoing the app. Uh-huh. That doesn't actually order you a burrito with CBD to put you to sleep. No. That um, that one actually just orders you... A bunch of feathers. Right. And then you sort of have to make your own pillow. Right. But it's like... Kind of a little a, DIY project. Craft service. Right. <laughs> um, and did you catch, just a moment ago, I had said... um. And I know you knew this from the episode, but I had said that when you hit the weed leaf to order a hitman, it's a, uh, the hitman comes to kill you. <laughs> Did, had you heard when I said that? No, I, I was kind of thinking about the next thing I was going to say. Because I had noticed you hadn't laughed. Yeah, so no, I was, I was kind of was like. I was sort of thinking about the next thing I was going to say. Maybe she had missed it. I, yeah, I mean, I guess kinda that was funny. the app's functionality, but I don't get what's funny about accidentally ordering a hit to, <laughs> to come, come kill, kill you. you. Well, it's just kind of funny because, and this is, I'm thinking like the, I'm trying to think like the writers of Chicago Heroes. I'm Show. always trying to think like the writers, but I can never get into their brains. And their sense of humor can be dry. Uh, kind of British, kind of like The Office UK. So I'm thinking I'd like to order a hitman, right? I'm imagining this is the conversation that would have happened sure. in the writer's room. We should have it. We should have it. We should have it so you can order a hitman, yeah? Oi. Except when you order the hitman, he don't go kill someone else. He come kill you, yeah? <laughs> right. And then one of the other guys goes, that's funny. 
That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. What, what, let's write that down. I'm imagining that was what the conversation was. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, kind of funny. Um, so we cut outside the hatchback screen going around the corner. Uh, Tokyo drifting. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy playing the pizza delivery man is Han from Fast and the Furious. Yep. Who I assume that they casted in this episode of the show. Yes. Because he's coming back in the next Fast and the Furious movie. Yes. So there's a little bit of a cross-promotional You assume that, but it was pretty clear because they had the super taking up like half the screen that said F9. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I thought you were going a different. I thought you were going to say you would think that, but they weren't advertising Fast and the Furious. And I was like, no, I saw the Super oh. taking up half the screen. Yeah, that said F nine. I know because I was watching it on your computer over your shoulder, and I kind of reached over you and started slamming F nine on the computer. I was like, F nine, F nine, F nine, F nine. Yeah, thinking that we were going to get a prize or something. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, I that guess the prize is we know about the movie. Finger. <laughs> Surprise. So, I got a surprise, which is a jammed finger. (laughs) Yeah. What do you think about that? I love it. Okay. So, Han Tokyo Drift, scree, comes around the corner (laughs) and uh, rolls up to the building. Building on 10 alarm fire? Five alarm fire? Yeah. How many alarms would you put on this fire? Uh, Is a a number, a higher number of alarms, more fire? Yeah. Okay. Freaking 70? Yeah. Alarm fire. Right. And that's as many floors as there was in this building. <laughs> Chicago yep. Tower. Chicago Tower. So Chicago Tower is... Where the Brooklyn Boulders is. On fire. Where the Brooklyn Boulders is, is which is on the top floor. Yes. So, well, <laughs> so it's kind of funny, all the people that were like, oh, I'll just walk, you know? It's like, yeah, because yeah, uh, we actually saw some of them. They walked. Yeah. yeah they walked straight off the observation <laughs> deck and plummeted to the earth. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of awful. Oh. That's what I was saying. Oh-ho. Each one. There goes another one. <laughs> and it's interesting <laughs> because they were all sort of lined up like lemmings and they would all turn to the one behind them and like ask, you know, when it was time to go. When, say, when it was, bye bye. They'd ask when it was time to go. Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. Yes. <laughs> and they were all sort of standing there. Well, because Lloyd was the first one, so he said that, right? And the guy behind him went. He 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 went. Uh, now. Now. Yeah, I don't have a soundboard. I don't have a poll of him saying it, but he basically says now. <laughs> Then Lloyd goes, and then the next guy kind of turns around and just mimics him. Yeah. Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. And the guy, guy behind him goes, uh, now. Now. Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. Now. And remember that now then means that basically they stand backwards against the window of the burning Chicago Tower, and they kind of just let themselves fall backwards towards the earth. Like a trust fall. Like a, tr- <laughs> like a trust fall. Uh, yeah, I trust that my brain will be exploded on impact before I can be too scared. Uh, <laughs> and you and I, we were, and then we, we, so it goes like this. Turn around. Tell me when to go. Tell me when to go. Now. They fall. And then me and you react. Oh. 
John Eppo looked like it hit Spud and came out. That's yeah. what he's saying. It hit him in the head, I think, and bounced back out of the basket. Which is kind of what we were saying because <laughs> exactly because actually the pavement was made of trampoline. <laughs> so it didn't hurt. Didn't hurt. The so, first time. So say there's no trampolines there and you're in this situation. Are you... End up in China. Go jump, all the way through the earth. Are you jumping out of the building or are you staying in and hoping the fire stops? Uh, depends on if I find myself standing in that line or not because, uh, you know that... <laughs> the like, line sort of predetermines. Like any good Brit, I love a good queue. Love to stand in a queue. Sure. Have you ever heard that, uh, you know, like they say that uh, um, any individual British person forms an orderly queue of one? No. It's funny, though. Okay. Okay. So the point (laughs) is that Han rolls up to Chicago Tower in his pizza mobile. Yeah. And his pizza truck. It's yeah, a, I could. I said it's a hatchback before. <laughs> you did. Now I've called it a mobile, and and a truck, a truck, and I think those are all fair. Yeah, it's a hatchback, but the back of the back is sort of taken off, so it sort of looks like a tr- like a pickup truck, like yeah, an El Camino. It's kind of like a hatch. It's kind of like a Mazda three that's been turned into an El Camino. Yeah, and that's anything <laughs> with wheels is a mobile, kind of like a truck. Because it's like it's like a small truck. An El Camino is a truck, right? I think so, yeah. It's a pickup. It's like a car truck. Like a car. A cuck? Truck. It's a cuck. That's something. It is something. And uh, I would say that the bros pizza get, the bros get cucked on their pizza. Because oh, yeah. Han rings the doorbell, the Chicago Tower, which is on fire, and nobody comes down. So no. he kind of stands there eating like half the pizza. Yeah. All right? And uh, finally, he's like, fine, I'll, I guess I'll just do it myself. I'll just yeah. walk up there. So he climbs up the side of the building like Spider-Man. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, I remember. Do you? Yeah, of course. It's pretty incredible. Yep. <laughs> yeah, now I'm sort of thinking. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, now I'm sort of thinking, how did he do that? Well, I'll tell you how he did it. He got bit by a radioactive spider and he shot a web out of his hand up to the top floor of Chicago Tower and climbed up it. Kind of like how Chester shot a web into his hand. Into his hand. Not out of his hand, into his hand. So pretty much Han gets up to the top floor and all the guys are like, you're not a fireman. Yeah, and he goes, no, but did somebody order sausage? And then he started taking his clothes off. And so there must have been another glitch in the app because this guy was a stripper, too. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And uh, And then he's like, everybody get over here. I'm going to strip you. And they go like, and at this point, finally, the bros get serious, right? And they go, bro, bro. We need you to get us out of this tower or we're all going to die. Han goes, why didn't you say so? So they all kind of climb on him like a big wrecking ball. Uh-huh. And he shoots a web out over to Chicago, the second Chicago Tower. Uh-huh. And they swing. <laughs> and so they swing away from the first Chicago Tower, right? Just as it's falling. To its twin. To its twin. And they're a big wrecking ball, right? So what does big wrecking ball do? wreck a building right uh just like han wrecked that pizza yeah uh so they wreck into the bottom of the building 
And the whole time they're sort of swinging, Chester's yelling, I notice you're all really impressed with the web he's shooting out of his hand. I also can shoot webs out of my dick. And he's jerking off <laughs> in the in the wrecking ball. Yeah, right? and everybody's like, we don't like, you gotta like give some, you gotta hold on to us too. We can't just hold on to you. Plenty of time for conversation because <laughs> the towers are, they're tall. So it's a long they're, Yeah, arc. kind of far, despite being twins, they're kind of far apart. The arc of the human wrecking ball is long, but it bends towards Chicago Tower 2. Uh, so Chicago Tower 2, uh, they smash all into the bottom and they all pretty much come away unscathed, but the tower falls. Uh, and somebody goes, Hey, I think we have an app for that. <laughs> and they open up and they got the, the icons, you know? Yeah. And they got a little twin tower icon in the, in the phone. Yeah. Right. And they, um, they press that. Uh huh. And it's, uh, it's two, and that actually orders two uh, strippers <laughs> what what did you say it ordered which one did you say it ordered because there was kind of some confusion an airplane right so basically but it just drops kind of airdrops to two guys. strippers right to double team you so well that was kind of the end of the first scene <laughs> rest of the show is probably i would say like five minutes because it actually yeah. wraps up pretty quickly after that yeah not a lot to say. No. I mean, we basically cut to Mayor Lisa Kudrow. Handing her, over a million her, dollars. Right. To two in her office. Handing her over office. a big publisher's clearinghouse check of a million dollars. And on the back of it, it looked like it was the prop phone from earlier. It's funny. So yeah. they're kind of. I feel like they spent a lot on the practical effects for this episode. So they kind of had, had to double up. Yeah. They actually did the wrecking ball thing in they real did. life. Yeah. And a lot of people died doing that. <laughs> so. And this is where we sort of, of pay, pay to their, our respects to them. Yeah. And pay our soldier, soldier, you've done good. You said we were paying our respects to them. So yes. Soldier. Um, they weren't soldiers. They were coders. We were basically soldiers. Soldiers of the internet. Well, let's not sell our fans short. They're the soldiers. They're the real soldiers of the internet. That's true. Targeting harassment. Yep. Um, guerrilla warfare on our haters or even people who just like sort of don't have an opinion about the show. Grandmas who like reading. Yeah. Like you said, Mary Lisa Kudrow is handing over this big check to these two super hackers in her office and she's saying, Oy vey, I've made a real mess of this situation. Yeah, I'm kind of a bonehead. I paid these guys to make this app and um, it doesn't work for what they were supposed to use. It doesn't work. It barely works. Uh, I need you guys to fix it. And they go, all right. So th it's these two guys. And do you want to tell us who those, those guys were? I would love to say who they are. And I think if our listeners have been paying close attention over the course of three seasons, they yeah. may remember these folks as well. We saw these guys all the way back in season one. Yeah, before even Mayor Lisa Kudrow was in the picture, way before the reboot. And a so twinkle in the Chicago Heroes writer's room's eyes. Exactly. So it was really nice to see some familiar faces, mm -hmm. even though... All the faces feel familiar now. Anyway, it's Horatio Sands. Oh, I'm Horatio Sands. Horatio Sands. And then it was. I'm Horatio Sands. <laughs> so Sarah and I have different takes on how. I'm sort that's of saying done. it like the SNL intro. And, and you're me too. I'm doing. I'm also doing that impression. So you do. So you do yours. I'll do mine, and we let the listeners decide which is better. Sure. Horatio Sands. And remember, this is our impression of the SNL intro guy. <laughs> so you do yours again. 
Horatio Sands. Just so the listeners could hear how bad it is. And mine goes, Hey, I'm Horatio Sands. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's from the season where um, he was doing all the intros where he said, Hey, I'm... (laughs) Hey, I'm Horatio Sands. Hey, I'm Jimmy Fallon. Exactly. Hey, I'm... So we both... Nailed it <laughs> in and our own ways. Second guy, Jason Derulo. So these are the two biggest super coders that Chicago's ever seen. So these guys basically take the check, they mobile deposit it using their Chase Bank mobile deposit app that they developed. Process quick payments on the go. Chase mobile deposit when you need to deposit quick payments on the go. This ad not paid for by Chase and not sanctioned. But pay us money. Yeah, for just you can it. direct deposit it into my account. So they deposit the check and then they open up the app that they're supposed to fix. Yeah. Just sitting not right 9/11. there in Mayor Lisa Kudrow's app. Not 9 11 app. Oh, and we forgot to say why it's called the not 9 11 app because it's um it's not 9 11. Yeah, makes perfect sense. So uh and that gets explained in this scene. Because yeah. they say to Mayor Lisa Kudrow, hey, so one question, why is this app called the not 9-11 app and mayor lisa kudrow says um i thought you guys were super coders it's obvious it's because it's not 9-11 <laughs> they go yeah okay all right i didn't know if there's like a secret meaning or like some sort of like something she goes yeah uh i'm not a bullshit artist i'm a mayor exactly so i give it to you straight just like i gave you a million dollars to fix this now fix it yeah um and she's talking in her sing her signature sing-songy voice now fix it now fix it for me, please. Okay, take your money and go. And so they don't go. They stay in her office. And they, <laughs> and they say, just, no, we can do this really fast. Yeah, they just whip out their laptops. Just kind of hack. Yeah, kind of hack, 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 hack. And they say, okay, we fixed it. We pivoted. And we actually just uh, secured a first round. Uh, we actually just secured uh, venture funding from Andreessen Horowitz, which is one of the biggest venture firms on Silicon Valley pretty much. And, and so they we sort of doubled m- our profit. Yeah. And we also got an investment from Sequoia or whatever that one is and <laughs> Steve Jobs and everything. And um, anyway, so here's your app. And they hand it back to Marilisa Kudrow. And she goes, what the hell is this? And it's an app and it's called. Smoke weed every day. So do you want to just describe to us how this app works? I mean, it's really, it's like as complicated as the first one was, this one's very simple. Uh, yeah, it's, um, it's, uh, so the name kind of already says what it is, is that you, uh, it's for, it's for weed. Yeah. Um, so they sort of pivoted. They said to her, Mayor Lisa Kudrow, we pivoted. Yeah. You don't need emergency services. You need people to just sort of be people, if that makes sense. We need people to not cause emergencies. We need people to just sort of chill be out. and chill out. So they pivoted to a weed delivery service. Yeah. So if you kind of caught what Ben was saying with the soundboard, it's called smoke weed every day. Yeah. And, and the icon looks like a, a, it looks like a phone. Yeah. Right. So 
Yeah. So it sort of um, just delivers weed to wherever you hit the button and it comes to where you are. Yeah. Well, you, you hit the button, you open up the phone, you, you, you hit the button, button up which the is phone. like a phone icon. Yeah. You open it. Yeah. And then you, there's three other buttons you have to hit. Yeah. Which is four, two, two zero. zero. And then, yeah, it just sort of appears where you are. And, yeah. the, uh, and the whole thought here, and what they did that was really interesting, I thought, was yeah. that they rerouted all the 911 calls right. to sort of a, be in this app and in this network right. so that if anybody's calling an ambulance, if anybody's calling for a fire, if anybody's calling because they got shot to death, they actually just get weed delivered on the scene so everybody can chill, chill out. out. And Mary Lisa Kudrow says, okay, I love it. I have one idea for you, which is I'm using your app right now, and one thing that I noticed is it's not 911. And they go, that's true. She goes, so why don't you call it not 911? And they go, okay. So they change the name back to not, not 911. Yeah, but now it's... Not nine one one. I mean, it's spelled the same. Well, they put the dashes in between nine one one, so right. it looks like because it used to be yeah, not slash nine slash eleven. Right. Yeah. I mean, they were very clear that. And and to be fair, the previous app was supposed to do nine one one emergency services. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, it was supposed to get police for you, firefighters, paramedics, all that stuff. Yeah, so but they called say- it not nine eleven because nine one one, the emergency service number, is different. It's not nine eleven. Exactly. It's not 9-11. I don't, yeah, I don't know why you're explaining something that's pretty <laughs> obvious. obvious. Yeah. Obvious bicycle. Dun, 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 dun. That Vampire of, the we- Vampire of the Weekend song. Vampire of the Weekend. <laughs> so, if you are a Vampire of the Weekend, that means you've stayed up late listening to this show, and we thank you for it. Uh, how nice of you to do that. Uh, we do really value our listeners, and what we would like to and the way that we want to show you that value is it's by not by disavowing you in the disavowal segment. How do we know not to disavow our listeners? Um, we know not to disavow our beautiful listeners if they go to their uh, Apple podcast and they subscribe, rate, and review us. Give us five stars. That's how we know that we won't say your name on our podcast, but we will also say your name to read your reviews. So we will, but not during the disavowal section. We'll say it during the review section. And so it's interesting because now I'm realizing we have our work cut out for us because we had, during our disavowal section earlier, we had disavowed Craig, and Craig. Jenkins and Craig Yale of um, Marietta, Georgia and Manchester, England. And that was just two of the names. And we said we would disavow the rest online in our full disavow segment. Yeah. And so that's pretty much going to be everybody that has not left a review of the show. Yeah. Which by my calculations, if my calculations is correct, is about 6,999,999,998 people. Before you get ahead of yourself, all I'm saying is that if you've downloaded our podcast and you haven't rated, reviewed, or subscribed to it, then you're on the chopping block. And the chopping block is different from the chopping gun, which is the gun where you fire lettuce out of. So there's a good (laughs) chance that I have cut the part earlier in the episode where Sarah said that she would put lettuce into a gun and fire it out of it so that it would make a chopped salad. Now I'm realizing, why would I ever cut that? It's really good. But... (laughs) 
in case I have cut it, now you get the reference. So go back 20 seconds, hear the part about the chopping block that's not the chopping gun, and now you understand why I kind of made the joke about the chopping block. And you got to give this podcast five stars because we really bring you along with every single thing that happens on it. And if that isn't worth anything to you, then I don't know why you're listening to you podcasts. You can fuck right off. Are we... Not done. you, our listener. Are we done? I feel... Yeah. We love you. We need you. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Smells like courage.